Well, good morning, folks. Great to be here and really good to be able to share a message, and not just any message, but the first message of 2022. I'm excited. I'm a bit disappointed. I was hoping there would be more people here today, a church full, and Helen and I personally invited five new people to come to church and they've all replied and said we'll come next week so people are away having a bit of a holiday and having a break so that's understandable so but for those of you that are here today special blessings from this message and I really believe it um, it's a good message and alrighty enough talking I read a story recently about this guy, Louis Eleventh of France. And the story is about how he treated his enemies. You're a historian, you probably know the story. Okay. Well, anyway, after Louis Eleventh ascended to the throne... Um, well, before coming to power, actually, uh, he'd been put into prison and kept in chains. It's funny, isn't it? Like, you're destined to be the king, but where do you start off? In prison. Uh, but anyway, that's okay. So he was in prison, he's kept in chains, and later, when he did become king, he was urged to seek revenge upon those that put him in jail, but he refused. And in, instead of seeking revenge, he prepared a scroll. And on the scroll, he listed all the, the names of all those people that had perpetrated crimes. That light is flashing and I don't like it. All those who had um, perpetrated crimes against him, he wrote their names down on a scroll. And beside every person's name, he marked a cross in red ink. And when the guilty people heard about this, they feared for their lives and they fled. They, I'm not hanging around, this guy's got a list, you know, my name's on it. And there's a cross next to my name. And we all know what that means, don't we? If there's a cross against someone's name, you're going down. But the king then explained, the cross which I drew beside each name was not a sign of punishment, but a pledge of forgiveness extended for the sake of the crucified Saviour upon who upon his cross forgave his enemies and prayed for them. And I just reckon that's a, a pretty interesting story about Louis XI, obviously a believer, and for all of those people that perpetrated against him and set him in jail and became his enemies as he forgave each one, he put the cross of Jesus next to their name. 
How do we go with that, folks? Do we really have enemies like that in Australia today? Probably we don't. I don't know. I don't know of anyone that really would try to put me in jail or to harm me. And because of that, I don't have an issue with forgiving those people because they haven't done anything wrong to me. But I want to read today from Colossians chapter 2 and we'll read from verses 9 through to 15. Colossians 2, 9 to 15. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ you've been brought into fullness. That is a pretty deep theological statement if we realise it. He's the head over every power and authority. That means that Jesus is higher than Dan or Scott or any um, world leader. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised by Christ. Having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. That's Jesus. Verse 13. When you were dead in your sins... In the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive in Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having cancelled the charge of our legal indebtedness. The charge against us, folks, has been cancelled because we invited Jesus into our heart, in which stood Against us and condemned us, he has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. Verse 15. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, folks, the powers and authorities have been disarmed. I'm being attacked by Satan, people say to me. He's been disarmed. He's been disarmed. He might shove a temptation through your mind, but he's been disarmed. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them um, triumphing over them by the cross. All righty. So, we don't need to put up, we don't need to put up with the superficial rubbish that the world throws at us. We have the fullness of Christ. We have everything, everything of God, the Father, is expressed in the Son. And if we have the Son, then we have the fullness of of the Godhead. Entering, to, entering into the fullness of Christ is not something we have to figure out 
or achieve. No, we don't have to keep a long list of laws or we don't have to be circumcised or we don't have to perform some sort of ritual. If you belong to Jesus, then you're already in. That's it. If you belong to Jesus, you are already in. You've made it. You're there. There's nothing more to do. Jesus, like, he did it all. You don't have to go down the street and stand in the middle of the roundabout and do ten push-ups or whatever. You don't have to go and evangelise. You don't have to be do prophecy. You are in. Those things are extensions of the ministry that God will give you and they're gifts. But even if you don't use your gifts, you're through the pearly gate. You're through the pearly gate. But using your gifts is just the best. It's the best. I mean, have you ever tried doing concreting? I did. I did some concrete and I, I built a deck for my shed. Three by six, that's like um, metres. And each of those stump holes had to have cement put in them. I used 30 bags of cement and I had to mix them with my wheelbarrow because I didn't have a cement mixer. Imagine if I had a cement mixer, how much easier it would have been. So it's like doing it the hard way or using the gift. And God has given us the gifts, folks. We don't need to do it the hard way. Hands up if your gift is still under the Christmas tree. Wait, what? You've had Christmas, you've opened your gifts and they've been eaten and the new coffee machines on the bench or you've already opened yours. How many people still have the gifts that God has given you unopened, wrapped up? That's just one to think about. So, if we belong to Jesus, we're already in. We've made it. Not through any initiation right. Not by some works that you had to do. Not even how good you've been. And I'm sure you've all been good. You better watch out. You better not cry. You know that song? Santa Claus only comes to those who are good, doesn't he? But I'll tell you what, that's only to get a gift of Santa. But you don't have to be good to get a gift from Jesus. You just have to accept him. And believe me, Jesus is more real than Santa. Jesus is more real than Santa. You know the three phases of Santa? First, 
You believe in him. Secondly, you realise the truth. And thirdly, you become him. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no we don't, do we? Yes? You resemble him. You resemble him. So, we're not here to talk about Santa today. We're here to talk about Jesus. Christ did it for us when he destroyed the power of sin. The devil might come at you, but his power is like, doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's like... It's like... um, Like how a mirror reflects light. You shine a light, a torch on the mirror, or you look in the mirror, the image bounces back, doesn't it? And you go, whoa, don't I look flash? Or don't look in the mirror when you get out of bed because you go, oh, I better have a shower, comb my hair. So when Satan's power comes to us, it just bounces off like a reflection on a mirror. But keep your mirror shiny. Don't let it dull. And don't allow the devil's stuff to penetrate. Just let it bounce off and go, oh, yeah, okay. Whoopee-doo. I'm a Christian. I don't do that stuff. Your power is absolutely useless. Ha, ha, ha. I'm going to heaven and you are stuck down there. The Bible says... The devil ends up in the lake of fire along with the, the false prophet and the antichrist. There's two gates, folks. There's the gates of hell and the pearly gates. I don't know how many gates there are to hell, but there are four pearly gates, the north, the south, the east and the west. No idea which one I'm going through, but it's one of them. Let's move on. Christ did it for us when he destroyed the power of sin. It is through his death and resurrection, actually, that the power of sin was broken. It was through his death and resurrection that sinners can be totally, absolutely, totally accepted into God's family. We're talking no more empty feeling. We're talking no membership fees. You know... You don't have to flash your seniors card to get through the pearly gate. Okay? You don't need to be vaccinated to go to heaven. So, Jesus will accept you as you are right now. Whether you're vaccinated or not, God doesn't care two hoots. It's all about the heart. It's all about the relationship. All the other stuff is just like fleshly. Believe me, it's just all to do with the flesh. And at the end of the day, folks, the flesh ends up in the coffin. That's it. Whether you're vaccinated or not, you'll still die one day. Does it really matter? There's a lot of talk about it. 
if you're unvaccinated, you might die sooner. But then some say, well, if you're vaccinated, who knows what they're pumping into your body, you might die sooner. <laughs> well, I don't really, I don't really care. I'm with Jesus. If you're unvaccinated, stay close to Jesus. And if you're vaccinated, folks, stay close to Jesus. To me, it doesn't matter. Do whatever you want to do. There's no law in Australia that says you've got to do anything like that. Just please yourself. Whatever you do, trust Jesus. Trust Jesus. Okay, you don't need any membership fees to get through the pearly gate. You don't need acceptance is as you are right now. You don't need a telescope, a microscope or even a horoscope to realise the fullness of Christ. His power extends over absolutely everything. I used to look at the horoscope a bit, you know, like you flick through the Woman's Weekly or something and go, read your stars. Oh, boy, that's interesting. You know what I think now? The spelt horror the wrong way. <laughs> it's a horror scope. And you know, you, know, you know all that astrology stuff? It's only taken from God what God already put in the heavens. He was the one that put those stars there and the planets and the solar system and all that. They're just taking something that God, something beautiful that God has put in place and used it. For evilness, for gain. Alrighty. If there was any ritual to Christianity, it would be baptism. But baptism is not a ritual. Going under the water was a burial of your old life. Coming up out of the water is a resurrection. And God raised you from the dead as he did Christ. Just think of it, folks. Um... How many times do you reckon you've committed a sin in your whole lifetime? Like two or three? Okay, we can't even count them, can we? We can't even count them. And it doesn't matter, we don't need to count them because Jesus says all sins, all sins, one death... All sins forgiven. The slate, folks, is wiped clean. The old arrest warrant was cancelled and nailed to the cross. I was watching one of my sons at Christmas time playing a computer game. And the game is set like in the Wild West and you're riding along on a horse and anyway... He's riding a horse and he's playing with the controls and accidentally the gun went off and shot another man's horse dead. He goes, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Now, because he shot another man's horse, there was a warrant out for his arrest. And then there was a posse chasing him. And you know, 
committed a crime. Or we've committed a crime against God in our sinfulness. But when we accept Jesus, when we say that sinner's prayer, our past, our past life, all those things have been wiped clean. And you might say, well, what about from when I accepted Jesus up to this present day? I've also made mistakes. Folks, it's the same. When you die, you go before God. Your slate's clean because you have Jesus. Yeah, sure. Repent often. And don't become a repeat offender. And try your best. And if you've got a problem sin, say, God, I've got a problem sin. Help me. Help me. Every day cry out to him, help me. You know? Make those things a past event. I've got to say this, and to my international audience, a very Australian saying. If you get fair dinkum with God, truly folks, God will get fair dinkum with you. If you honour God with your life and every part of it, God will honour you. People say, pray for me, I need a blessing, I need a blessing of finance, I need a blessing of occupation, I need a blessing of a house or whatever. Why would God even want to help anyone? I'll ask you that question. What, what's in it for God? I'll tell you what, you start honouring God with your life. You say, Stuart, snap out of it. Smarten up, boy. Get your spiritual life in order. Get your relationship with God in order. Start doing the things that God asks you to do. And folks, then, then it's in God's interest to shower you with blessings. And you won't need to ask for them. They will come. They will come. You ever heard of the saying, my cup runneth over? You start honouring God. And out of that overflow, you'll be blessing others. His power exceeds everything, even the hard to get rid of things in your life. Jesus, folks, is the only answer. If you're going for gold, then go for Jesus. The pressure to perform can be very strong. And don't put up with the pressures that people throw at you. And they're there. And believe me, being a pastor is no easy job. I get pressures from all sorts of people. Congregation members, uh, the church members, I should say, church board people, people in ministry. They're always going, oh, this and that and blah, blah, blah. Okay? Put God first in your life. Put God first in your life. Don't put up with the pressures that people throw at you, especially pressures that will cause you to disobey scripture. Pressures that will cause you to become unholy. Don't put up with them. You know? Worship God in truth and holiness. Those things that... that 
the substance, the substance of our being is Christ. Yeah. Don't let people run your life for you, wanting you to bow and scrape, insisting that you join in with their ungodly obsessions. To be honest, there are a lot of hot air. They're out of touch with the source of life. Christ puts us together in one piece. It is his breath and blood that flow through us. You ever watch Bondi Rescue? They drag people out of the ocean, out of the surf. Then they give them mouth to mouth, don't they? CPR, they breathe into them, folks. That's only an earthly breath. You've got to allow God's breath to breathe into you, just like he breathed into Adam and made him alive. And allow the Holy Spirit... What's the Greek word for the Holy Spirit, Gaz? Pneumos. Comes from the word pneumatic. Air. The Holy Spirit is your breath. The Holy Spirit, folks, is the breath of God alive in you. Pneumos. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life. Ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Ask God to baptise you and immerse you into the Holy Spirit. And allow God's breath to penetrate every aspect of your life. He is the head. We are the body. We can grow up healthy in God because he is the one that gives us nourishment not other people. By fulfilling the demands of the law, Christ disarmed the demonic powers and authorities. They don't stand a chance. They don't know or realise that they've been defeated. There's a day coming. There's a day coming, folks. What the Old Testament foreshadowed, (coughs) excuse me, Christ fulfilled. A shadow, folks, is only an image cast by an object which represents its form. Once one finds Christ, he no longer needs or she no longer needs to follow the old shadow. Where do you place your faith? In the shadows of the past or in the substance of Christ? Even the unsaved bear the image of God. You get that? We're all born in the image of God. Even unsaved people bear the image of God. But they're separated and they're cut off from spiritual life. They still have human life, but they don't have a spiritual life in God. And death means separation, not annihilation. Death means separation. And Why have a human life, folks, when you can have a spiritual life? Why would you want to have just a human life when you can have a spiritual life? Why be separated when you can have closeness with Jesus? Why have old life when you can have new life? New life came when God forgave us 
all our sins. For he cancelled the written code. Hey, I was watching a YouTube the other day, and I don't know if I can remember this, but we all have DNA, right? And it's the code, like, for our life. It makes the cells. Now, this guy was explaining what DNA, the words DNA, stood for. And I can't remember because they were like, I think it's like a Latin word, Latin words or something. But it means basically God's map for life. Something along those lines. I have to do a bit more research. But even the words DNA refer to God's like map or building, building uh, foundations for human life. Very interesting. Okay, death means separation, not annihilation. Why have the old life when you can have the new life? New life came when God forgave us our sins for he cancelled the written code. Folks, feeling guilty about that sin? Shame on you! No, don't feel guilty. Just ask for forgiveness. And when you repent, you will be forgiven. Don't worry about shame. We put shame on ourselves. And I don't need to shame anyone because of any sin they've committed. There's enough shame in their own heart to cover that. Just repent and you'll be forgiven. There is no more legalism. Christ has fulfilled the law. The debt was paid, folks, with his blood. God cannot tolerate any form of sin. On our own, we just can't make it. No relationship with God, no eternal life, straight to hell. Jesus is our go-between. He paid your debt, your sin debt. You have been freed. You do not have to pay the penalty. There's nothing you need to do except to accept Jesus into your heart. Take Jesus into your heart afresh today. Make a new commitment. Jesus is your friend. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. Folks, what a privilege it is to carry everything, everything to the Lord in prayer. Dennis, can you bring him up? We're going to sing that in a minute. I'm going to finish with that one. Alrighty, where are we? Let's wrap it, wrap it up, folks. Jesus is your friend. Alrighty. We don't need to put up with the superficial rubbish that the world throws at us. We have the fullness of Christ. Everything of God is expressed in him. Entering into the fullness of Christ is not something we have to figure out or achieve. If you belong to Jesus, then you're already in. You've made it. Remember, a shadow is only an image cast by an object which represents its form. Once one finds Christ, we no longer need to follow the old shadow, the old life. New life came 
when God forgave us all our sins, for he cancelled the written code. Folks, have you ever been to the equator or even between the Tropic of Capricorn and Cancer and on a certain day you will stand and you will cast no shadow. You will cast no shadow because the sun will be directly overhead and it will, being south of the Tropic of Capricorn, Yep, we don't have that experience. It runs through Townsville. So if you get above Townsville one day on a certain day when the sun's at a certain spot, it will shine down on you and you will not cast a shadow. Isn't that like that with Jesus? With God's sun shining down on us from above? We cast no shadow of the old sinful life. It's gone. You're not standing there like with this a shadow reminding you of your sinful past. Allow Jesus to shine on you, folks, straight down from above, and you'll cast no shadow. Has your commitment gone a bit stale or lost its edge? Folks, we're in 2022. Things are new. There you go, that just came out. Let's get with the program. This one, the biblical program. Folks, I'm excited about what this year can bring. And I'm excited about this church. And I'm excited about all the people of this church. They are awesome. You are all awesome. And the ones that are not here today, they're on holidays or wherever, they're all awesome. This is a great family church. I love it so much. I love it so much. It's just like every Sunday I'm having a family reunion. It's so good. So, folks, take care this year. The first Sunday of the year, as you enter into the year, Make a new commitment with God. Say, hey, 2021 was like this, but I want 2022 to be a bit better. Check your Christianity. Check your motives. Check your sinfulness, if you've got any. Do the repentance thing. Say sorry. Get with God's program, folks. I don't know what else to say to encourage you, but let 2022 be an awesome year for Wattle City Church. I've already got the vision. I'm ready to cast it on the first Sunday in February. God gave me the vision two days ago. It just came to me. Boom. I said, Helen, this is the vision. I'm not going to tell you yet. I don't want to spoil the surprise. But God's given me the vision for this year. I'm going to cast it in February. And I'm excited. I'm excited. We are going places, folks. This is a church on the move. All I can say is, look out, Maryborough. And Bialaba. St Arnold. And all areas in this district. Because Wattle City Church is on the march. And folks, 
we're being led by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Alpha and the Omega, the bright and morning star. He's the one that Wattle City Church is yoked to. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We give you all the honour and the glory and the praise. We pray, Lord, that we can deal with the stuff on the inside. And Lord, we can get the spiritual life that we need. We can get the breath of God through the Holy Spirit and be directed by him. We can receive a word from the scriptures. That the revelation of scripture would penetrate us. Lord, we will grow, become stronger. Our focus will be less on the world and more on Jesus, we pray. Every blessing upon us as we embark into a new year with Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.